welcome to the honky tonk welcome to the honky tonk we got big guns tommy up on the microphone singing some sweet love songs take it away tommy if you want to show me a jar a jar made out of love mm. then you'd better have a lid so that i don't spill it on my pants mm. I'm walking around this honky-tonk. I got love juice on my pants. And it makes my wrangler so stiff that I can't ask you to dance. Mm, beautiful. Thank you, Big Guns, Tommy. Appreciate that. Nope, no problem. What what album is that off of? That is off Skeevers and Mosquitoes. Skeevers and Mosquitoes. Oh, that's a classic one. Gotta love yeah. that. Yeah. Triple Platinum. Well, thank mm-hmm. you for coming by the studio today, Big Guns, Tommy. I really appreciate it. No problem. I got about forty five other songs lined up for tonight. If that's okay. okay with you. Oh, that would be that would be actually a huge treat. I don't want to get you out the door too fast. I remember just before we recorded this, you were singing me one of your songs. Oh yeah, I was one. Of, well, I mean, you know, I don't I don't tour new, too much no more, but uh, I was singing you. Um, uh, my wife is a horseshoe. Mm. Uh, it was one of my favorite ones. Uh, goes a little something like this: When I throw a horseshoe, it's easier than throwing my wife. She's a little heavier burden on my life. When I toss a horseshoe, I hear a little clink. But when I throw my wife down the stairs, it's cause I've had too much to drink. My wife is a horseshoe. She's weird and bent up. She wasn't born that way. That is mostly my fault. Wow. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, man. That's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard about you, in particular, throwing your wife down the stairs. Well, you know, I wasn't the first, and I surely wasn't the last. horseshoes. Yeah. Well, I like horseshoes, and, you know, I do have a penchant for... Throwing my old lady down the stairs, so, you know, it's just but <laughs> Oh, don't what, you? <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's something that only men understand, you know. This new type of country with their rhinestones and their, you know. Hip-hop uh, type beats. Yeah, hip-hop beats in there, you know. You want to be MC Tractor? No, thank you. I like the old stuff. I like. Yeah. I like John the Racist. I like. Um, Blinky Hampkins. Blinky Hampkins. I like Ham Javelin. You know, I like uh, Big Stinky John. You know, I like um, Festus and the White Knights. Festus and the White Knights. I like John Coxon Jr. Um, you know, just guys who really understood what it is to be a, a man. Just, you know, rip snorting, drink beer drinking, you know, tax avoiding. Um, Hoodlums. Hoodlums. I, I, I remember first time listening to Burlap Toe. Burlap Toe. God, I it was that name uh, so long. it was on my granddaddy's radio transmitter, and uh, I remember we'd all sit around the transmitter and we'd listen to Burlap till the damn radio turned off from 
my son from my cousin eating all the wires in it. Yeah, you know, back in you know the backwoods of um, Copperas Cove, Texas. That's what that's what happens when you don't eat your chicken liver. It's the only way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> eating other animals' livers is one of the only way we can get copper as humans. So that's true. You, and you start know, start eating thing, your grandpappy's TV after a while. One thing that humans need to to live is copper. There's just you can't it get is enough a, of it. It is a, a vital nutrient. It is actually a nutrient, a mineral that our body needs. I thought extent. that was iron. I don't. We do also need iron. I don't. Do we need copper to live? I think we need it for some stuff. (laughs) I couldn't tell you what exactly. I mostly say things on the show that my girlfriend has told me about food. (laughs) Yeah, my wife. You know, she's really into the new age stuff and dieting, and she's telling me I need to eat ten pennies a week, or else you know. I I think you. It's mostly from animal liver. I don't think you have to eat it every day. I'm pretty sure it's iron. I think it like one one time in your life is pretty much all you need liver wise. I think that we need. I don't. I think we have to have a little bit of (laughs) copper. Just a smidge. I mean, I'm not calling you. I think I wrote it down somewhere. I'm not calling you a liar or nothing, but I do think Jesse, run that, run that on the tape. (laughs) Copper, does your body need it? (laughs) (laughs) Copper, does your body need it? Slash, have to have it. I don't think copper is a mineral that you need to stay healthy. Your body uses copper to carry out many important functions, including making energy, connective tissues, and blood vessels. Suck my dick. Suck my fucking nuts. I think you're making that Copper also helps maintain the nervous and immune systems and activates genes. You want to activate your genes or not, dumbass? What body? (laughs) How do I know if my body needs copper? Signs of possible copper deficiency include anemia, low body temperature, bone fractures, and osteoporosis, low blood, white blood cell count, irregular heartbeat, loss of pigment from the skin, and thyroid problems. Hey, man, you know, I, I, I'm i sorry for calling you a liar. I am here reading beef yeah. liver contains the most amount of copper per serving. Um, Too much copper in the body. Whether braised or fried, a four-ounce serving contains 18 times your daily value of copper. As it, as it happens, uh, symptoms of... To- copper toxicity include diarrhea, headaches, and in severe cases, kidney failure. Sounds like we're getting enough. Yeah, we're getting I think enough we're, I copper. Think yeah, I think I've had, I get quite a bit of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that we could clear that up because I was 100% sure that copper was just for stealing out of houses uh, and selling. No, food. that's why people steal it is because you can... <laughs> Take it out of a house and put it into your body for yeah, nutrients. You can just pull the wire straight out of the fucking wiring system in your home. Yeah, it's good for your nervous system, which is the wires of the body. It's so funny to me that you know uh, we need iron, we need copper, and then if you take enough lithium, it just makes you not want to kill yourself anymore. But if you take too much, then your blood dies. It's just funny, you know, the way that metal can change your life. Different types of, you know. Yeah. It's really interesting, and I'd like to talk about it for another, I don't know, 43 minutes. (laughs) 53. That that single-digit number is kicking my ass every episode. (laughs) You you were like, we got 38 minutes left, and I was like, no, we got about 48, but it's all right. Look, I, I, I'm a simple country boy. I I never finished school. I I dropped out in first week of kindergarten to go bail hay (laughs) for a dragon. Them, dra- them, them uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area dragon 
species are, are just mean yeah. you know uh ain't nothing like working for a big old mean chinese dragon what flew yeah. in from hong kong and settled down in dallas which Fort allegedly Rivera. is no longer in china you see the news today no i didn't uh they <laughs> they kicked hong kong out of china for not being chinese enough that's awesome I like yeah that. uh, it's a true fact you can i have it written down <laughs> That's what we call a copper fact. Show it to the judge. (laughs) They kicked Tom Kong out for rhyming. They kicked Tom Kong. They wanted to call it Hing Kong, but that was going to rhyme with King Kong. And then they thought about, what about Hong King? That rhymes with Dong King. And they didn't want pornography in the language. So they decided on uh, Hung King. Hmm. And you know so that who that is, describes? The two hosts of this radio show right here. Right. Two hung kings. My my pecker right now sort of resembles, I can sort of feel it. It's sort of like, uh, you ever accidentally dropped a log on a live baby squirrel? I uh, can't say I have, but I can picture Well, you picture can kind it. of, yeah, about like that. Sort of just a... Just an organ at the moment. Um, <laughs> kind of a flat mess. Nothing more, honest. nothing less. I guess mine, if I'm if I'm thinking and I'm trying to feel it around with my legs, it's kind of like a kind of like. Have you ever left Laffy Taffy in the car too long? <laughs> it's just kind of like a not a puddle. It's not a liquid nor a solid. I don't I don't know. I leave uh, mine in my radiator so I can drink it all, and it's like a smoothie <laughs> when I get home. Hell yeah! That's that. That's awesome. Thank you guys for having me. I fell in love with a lizard. Lizard. The lizard from the commercials. Mm-hmm. That handsome lizard with those great big deals on guy a coinsurance. Mm-hmm. He gave my car some wheels. Amen, bro. And he said, oh, Thomas, I love you forever. But then he fell in love with his favorite letter. Thank you so much. I didn't even ask yeah, you to I sing. Wrote the, you just, I wrote that one as well. You just let, let you, just, you just bless my ears like the good Lord yeah. Himself. I remember, you know, um, being in church as a young boy, and uh, you know, you're familiar with the the washed in the blood of the Lamb and the uh, you know um, other you know uh, oh how He loves us or whatever. But every now and then there would be like the old school ones cuz I guess those are like newer school and it would be like and you know the whip song is back or the 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 blood of salvation and the nails in his feet they snapped his leg it's just like like yeah just, it, just like some what would probably be like a cannibal corpse song but it's being sang by like a portly pedophile like a, like just like a like a guy who owns a ranch, but also like molests kids, you know, just yeah. that's kind of. And his tongue, tongue, tongue split down the middle. <laughs> and blood dripped out. He spit it on the ground. 
The Jews and the Romans, they beat the shit out of him. He didn't plead forgiveness because he's the king. He's King Jesus Christ. He was beaten bloody and pulpy, but he came out of that cave. And you're like, I don't think... Uh, did, he, did you just say the Jews? <laughs> Pontius Pilate was a weak-ass bitch. <laughs> being a big snitch. He's being oh. raped in hell by the devil and his henchmen. Fucked in his ass. You're like, okay. <laughs> Somebody's fucking the game up around here. This is not what it's supposed to sound like. I guess, the, like, the... The, I don't know. I went to kind of a fire and brimstone church for a while, so that was, yeah. Those were I was always like, am I fucking, am I listening to this shit right? So I, I mean, I understand the, you know, the light, and you know, also that they, they're like when I hit my teenage years, and I just, you know, I mean, even now I haven't really aged all that much with regard to like, you know, Jesus is inside of you. Let him come in you and take over your life, and I'm just like trying like biting the inside of my lips so hard it's bleeding because i i just found out what cum meant like six months ago yeah i, I always uh I, I always i think it's funny like how like how beautiful like old gospel is and stuff and then like but if you talked to if you talked to like the you would sound like a schizophrenic like if you just spoke the lyrics out like normal or right whatever. but if you talked to the people who made the music like back then it, you, it would be like oh Oh man, yeah. Like, like I remember, uh, he wasn't even just. A, I mean, he was mostly not a gospel singer. But like watching old Bill Withers videos, yeah, where yeah. he's like playing live. I remember one. He was about to play Grandma's Hands, and he was like, you know, there's a whole lot of love in this world, and a whole lot of people falling in love every day. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> And there's some men who get confused about love, you know, and they think it's okay to do it with another man. <laughs> but that's, yeah, and just then like, like the, whole, the whole crowd is like laughing. They're like, "Gay guys, yeah, we know." Like, fat. And, like, yeah. and it just sings like the most beautiful song. Just like, yeah, yeah. Grandma's hands, glad the, the church all said him And it's like, oh well, a beautiful song, beautiful song, Bill. All the John Wayne interviews, like he was the biggest star. It's like. If Brad Pitt in an interview was like, yeah, Chinese guys, no good. They're just down low fucking insects, basically. Indian guys, like a step above, but I wouldn't talk to one. Like, John Wayne's interviews were like, yeah, you know, the, uh, you know, down there, uh, I was doing a read through in Chicago, and they got all kinds of, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like, primate. <laughs> like, he just would say the most, like, racist, outlandish shit. And because he was, like, the American man in the interview, would be like, yeah, no, uh-huh, 100%. Mexicans have sombreros on all the time. They, they jump around. They, like, steal, you know, old ladies' purses and shit. 100%, man, yeah, for sure. And he's like, and I'll tell you another thing. Russians are made in a lab, you know. Uh, he was a part of that, like, uh, whack committee or whatever. In Hollywood, he was the guy that was, like, I don't know how substantiated this is or the veracity of this, but... The lore goes that, like, he would be in a movie with a guy, kind of like a Humphrey Bogart type or just some sort of, like, effeminate pretty boy, you know, and he'd be like, you a commie? And the guy would be like, what? He's like, a lot of commies in in Hollywood. I'm the one who tails on him. And it's like (laughs) this big hulking fat, like, fucking southern retards. Like, are you a communist? Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. (laughs) No, like, fucking no. Like, his whole, like, persona or whatever being, like... They kind of did the same thing with Elvis. 
where he like became like a drug, like a anti-drug guy while he was like basically living off phenobarbital. It's Figuring raining. Out. What? It's raining. In your in your house? Not inside. Oh, is it raining over there where you're at, dude? We've yes, been, thank God. We we got like a little bit, dude. But this week it's supposed to come down all week, dropping the temperature just a little bit. That's good. Sucking on a pecker outside the cornfield. Pappy says it's bad for you. It's going to send you to hell. Well, I have some amazing news, Jake. I just received a note. What does it say? I had left all my shoes outside. <laughs> <laughs> I've just received a letter. All my shoes are ruined. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, probably like seven pairs of shoes. That's awesome, man. <laughs> That's okay. You know... Uh, I almost bought plants today, but I was like, you know, with my luck, it's just not going to rain for another, like, two months, so. Yeah, basically what happened last year. turns out, it's, it's raining, so. Well, you know, you can't always fucking win them when you're trying to get into plants and shit. Yeah, I mean, also, if I'd spent, like, a lot of money, that wouldn't have been good, because I don't have a job. I'm unemployed, and, uh. Um, unemployed, Thomas. You know, I gotta say... I really respect people who can do this for a long time. Uh, I don't have a schedule right now, and I think I'm dying. Yeah. I feel sick, but I think my body's literally making it up. There's no reason for me to... People always say, like, uh, unemployed people are lazy, they're good for nothing or whatever, but, like, when I had COVID, and I was in between semesters, and I couldn't get a job because I kept testing positive for COVID, I I had unemployment. I was telling... I think I talked to you about this, like, no, we hadn't done. We hadn't started the show yet, um, dude. Week one, you're like, "This is awesome." Week one, you're like, and I know. La- just last episode, we talked about like how cool it is to do nothing. But don't hold don't hold anything I say on any episode against me ever because I don't remember. But uh, first week, you're like, "Dude, this is awesome." Jacking off, drinking beer, eating mac and cheese, playing Red Dead, watching all the John Wicks. This is cool. Week two, you're like, "It's, it's not bad." You wake up at noon, eat a sandwich, watch some movies. Week three, I'm like, dude, I will, I will shovel dog shit for like two dollars and just something to get me like out of the house or something to get me doing something. Yeah, I I went to Lowe's today and I think, I think I spent at least an hour and a half there just to have something to do. Well, I needed to get literally one bolt and one nut, <laughs> and then I couldn't find it. No, because uh, I just sort of invented a bolt size that I needed that they would have in stock. It I need a, I need a like fifteen an, eight. It was, uh, it was literally going to be an like a fifth of an inch in diameter. Yeah, and like and like uh, five eighths of an inch long. That was exactly what I needed, and uh, you know you can't just be doing that. And Lowe's just making up stuff you need. <laughs> so I, I walked around outside in the garden area for like an hour. Which the thing is, yeah, that's fun to do every once in a while. But I did that yesterday also. Yeah. At a, diff- at a nursery. I was out there for like two hours. Just walking around in the complete, just fucking heat. It's like 105 degrees. But I'm like, I'm not working. I don't need water. I pulled the the power drill out. First time I had used it since I bought it to I had two things to to pull out of the wall. I had the uh mounted key ring thing we have and then I had the projector uh shelf that I had put up <clears throat> when we moved in. And uh 
those things came out in like less than two minutes. But my, I was in. I'm just the kind of guy. I'm infatuated with the drill. Okay, I don't know if anyone can relate, but once you give me one, that task for my like insect reptile brain needs to last an hour because otherwise I'm just gonna go woof, 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 like in just walking around my apartment. <clears throat> so I took those two things out. But I was like, oh, I don't know if I got the right bit on here. Let me put a new bit in. I knew that it was the Phillips head bit that I had because it's the same screws I used to put the key ring up. (laughs) Literally. And so I'm standing in front of the projector shelf and I'm like, I don't know if I I don't know if I have this bit. Let me go through each one. I was putting in like the wrong bits just to like loosen it and tighten it and like take it was like an enrichment tool for like a fucking horse because I forget like they're fun to fuck with. Like, if you have, like, tasks to do, and a drill it makes them, A, way more convenient, B, it's just fun. Like, I'm still, like, eight years old. I'm like, oh, I got a space gun. <laughs> I've got a fucking... It's, it's so, like, after I got that, that projector mount out, I was like, huh. Well, let me check all the paint- paintings in the house that I have hung up, even though I nailed them in with nails, and I know I did. Let me just see if I screwed one of these paintings into the wall, <laughs> which... I didn't do. I know for a hundred percent. I was like looking under like all of the shelving and everything I put in, and I was like, nope, all nails. But I just had to check. And the whole time I'm walking around my house, you're like taking out like light fixtures and putting them back in. Yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. unhooking wires. I mean, I'll pulling all of later. my outlets out of the wall and yeah. like shocking myself. I'm like I just had to be a hundred percent sure. You can never be too certain when you're walking around with a power drill. Um, yeah, I'm like I want to have like a project to do, but I'm moving out, so I like I don't. When I move in, obviously, I'm going to have, like, furniture to put together and shit, but <clears throat> I'm like, fuck, I want to use this fucking thing. Because, like, when I moved in, I didn't have one, so I was putting shit together with, like, an Allen wrench and fucking, you know, and I'm like, no, nah, man, we got to get this shit going. Buying your first drill, that was, I had borrowed a friend's, so this is, like, or the first one that I've owned that didn't belong to, like, a shop <clears throat> or, like, a friend or a place I worked at or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it's your drill and you got the little carrying case... It's nice. I it's don't, a nice I don't, feeling. It, it's not. It's nice, and I know people like that are older that listen to the show, or maybe people that like I've been there. Like I've worked with them all day, but like you didn't get it from the tool room, or you didn't get it from the truck. Like that's your drill. It's yours, and you can. It's your thing. Like it's a. It's a nice, like animalistic, very base level feeling. It's like having a fire that's yours that you started. It's, it's right. Just, you know, I can't wait to buy my first chainsaw for myself. That's going to be nice. I'm going to get pro grade. Nothing. I can't work with anything like homeowner now. I don't even know the, gonna, the types of, of, of chainsaws. Like professional grade chainsaws are like more expensive, but also like just a mile ahead oh, okay. of like everything else. Like you can use them every day for like 10, 15 years sometimes. Nice. I'm trying to think like under what circumstances you would need to have like a $500 chainsaw. I don't even know how much. In which I... Uh, like it, it depends, but for like a regular size chainsaw, like if you're not doing anything crazy, like three to five hundred, something oh, okay. like that. Like okay. for a, a good one, like a good steel or something. Okay. Nice. Um, now you can spend like three grand on a chainsaw if you want, but you yeah. don't need that. Almost nobody needs that. The first time I used, almost like, nobody needs like a chainsaw that costs more than like a hundred and fifty dollars. If I'm being honest, right? I feel like for like it, you know. Most things. The first time, so when I was doing like theater and acting, there was like the, the wood shop behind us that we would use to. Well, I was not a part of this. They wouldn't let me in there. Well, they let me in there once, and then they never let me in there again. I think I was like fifteen, and I had never, ever, ever 
worked with my hands, like at all. I had never done anything. My dad was not a handyman. My dad would go buy a table, open the box up, and then throw it in the fucking garage. <laughs> when, he, when he pulled out the instruction book and it was like more than two pages, and he's like, I don't really want this that bad. And I'm like, did mom tell you to put it together? And he's like, Man, she'll figure it out. <laughs> so we would just have like, front, anyway, so I never, so I went back into this like wood shop room. And uh, one of the, the guys that ran that was like one of the theater teachers or at the high school. And I was like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, Mr. Smith or whatever, like, do you mind if I help out some of the, you know, he's like, yeah, you know how to use a table saw? And I just fucking lied. It's like, yeah, dude, I'm, you know, me and my dad, we do like woodwork stuff. And he was like, oh, awesome. I didn't know that, man. Well, yeah, go over there. And uh, so, like, I walk over there, all there all confident. But in my head, I'm like, uh, you're either going to get really injured or you're going to break this. Like, there's no, <laughs> like, there's no in between. Like, yeah. you're not going to get behind a big table saw. And then someone's going to hand you, and they're like, I need a, you know, can you cut this and like a, can you do like a miter cut on this, and I need it slanted at like this. And I was like, I'm not going to know what that means. I know what it kind of means now, but like, not really. And uh, yeah, sure enough, I get over there, and uh, I'm just feeding like wood into this thing with just open hand, no gloves. Like, and one of the other people there was like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, you're going to get yelled at. And I was like, why? And I was like, you know, throw your gloves on. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's not bad. Throw my gloves on. And I'm just feeding wood into this thing, and I don't really know what I'm doing. And I just hear like a, and the, the thing stops. I had just kind of been feeding in a two-by-four long ways, not sideways, which was not how it was supposed to be cut. <laughs> like, I, I was just like going long ways at it. And I, I think I like, I don't know what, ha- I don't know how I fucked it up. But like, I didn't give it a break, I guess, and was just feeding wood into it. And it like caught a knot, I guess, or something. And it just like stopped. The motor was fucked up. And uh, the guy comes over and he's like, uh, I thought you knew how to use one of these. And I was like, uh, oh, no, man, I kind of just like lied. <laughs> I just I, I was caught. So I just was like, I lied. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. You're never allowed back in here or whatever. And uh, anytime I would like go back, I was like, you guys need a hand. And they're like, no, we don't need you to break anything else, brother. We're good. <laughs> like, we don't need you to fuck. Like these are like two, three. This school bought these. These are like two, yeah. three thousand dollar table saws. More probably like. And I like I wanted yeah, I'm to be like help. getting mad at you for this for like it's not my song. <laughs> Like it was, I'm just uh, yeah. Like I, I didn't, I did not do, and like, like I would have done the same thing at 15. You know, like I didn't know <laughs> I'm mad at myself. Like I didn't. They asked me, they asked me to do a couple things. I guess I did right, but like on a bunch of stuff, like I didn't use a pencil or a ruler or to to draw it any straight lines. I was like, oh, I can eyeball this. What are we using? This is like a we're gonna make like a base for this, like a stage. Cool. <clears throat> and I would just literally like the the piece of wood would be like wavy. Cause I'm not holding it right. And I'm just like pushing as hard as I can. And like, yeah, it's all right. You know, get it done. Just fucking everything up. I used a, I fucked up a belt sander. I same age, roughly the same time. Um, I just like walked in and was like, Oh, I'm going to help, you know, sand this old table off. Cause they're going to repaint it. And I didn't know that there had to be like, I was just like, Oh, you don't need to put anything on it. It's just the sander. I didn't know that it needed like a head idiot stupid again never worked with my hands before really uh outside of like helping you know my dad fix his car or something and uh i'm just rubbing the thing is like i'm just rubbing like metal and like foam (laughs) like on a on a table and like it's not sanding and i'm like oh what the fuck and i like look at it i have completely fucked the bottom of this thing up like the the part or whatever like it's completely fucked so I just put it in a drawer and closed it and just walked out. <laughs> like probably like a two hundred dollar belt sander or whatever. Like I just was like, oh, we're you know, 
little handheld sander thing. I was like, ah, oh, they'll never notice it. And then like literally a week later, um, I overheard. So I was like, hey, one of our belt sanders is broken. We only have two. And I was like, oh, I don't know why I thought they had like 200. <laughs> <laughs> like in my mind, I was like, oh, what's a belt sander cost? I mean, the school probably has like 5,000 of them. It's like, we only had two. Who broke one? It's like, well, you know, it's only me and Johnny that works on these. And I was like, I didn't do this. And I'm just like, it's <laughs> 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 like walking past like, oh, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes shit just breaks or whatever. Um, honestly, man, like even when I worked at the, that plastics plant, like, um, I learned how to do stuff, but like I was working with like a guy who'd been a mechanic for like 30 years. And so, you know, he's like, oh, we're going to flush the, you know, oh, somebody put, you know, diesel in an unleaded engine again. So we're going to flush this system. And, uh, you know, so can you just go and pull them spark plugs out and, uh, you know, just, uh, we're going to see if we can fix this. Cause if not, we're going to be in a bit of trouble. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pull the spark plugs out and I'll get right to flushing. He's like, all right. And I like walking over there. He's like, you got to go to the tool room. We need tools. And I was like, oh, I was just going to get it open. <laughs> like, I was just going to like open the fucking welding machine up and just start like touching stuff. <laughs> like just basically, you know, like and the guy knew I was a fucking idiot. Like, you know, I told him I was like, I can change oil and I can like change into like a, an air filter or whatever. And I can like do basic stuff. But, you know, uh, it was like when we would fix like AC uh, like the AC the air conditioners. I think I told you the air conditioners on these cranes or whatever. It's like, yeah, so just go get that Freon and we're just going to test the pressure on the Freon. All right. And I'm like, he hands me like a red, a red tube. And you know what I'm talking Those, uh, it's like a red tube, blue tube and like the gauge to test, like, you know, if the Freon, Freon is feeding through. Like the if my AC stops working, I just don't have AC anymore. Right. Yeah. No, it. and I, and I, this is an easily YouTubeable fix. Like I told my bass player, Will, I was like, yeah, my AC's out. And he was like, oh, man, why don't you just go, uh, like, replace a Freon? And I was like, uh, you know, it's it's fine. He's like, it's 110 degrees outside, man. Like, it's literally like a 10-minute fix. And I'm like, yeah, it's, like, it's expensive, though. And he's like, Freon's, like, 30 bucks. <laughs> it's literally just, you know, and you can get the kit all together for, like, 50. And I'm like, and he's like, do you not know how to do it? And I'm like, I mean, I kind of know how to do it, but, like, I don't want to. I just, yeah, I'm a guy, I don't need AC. I'll just wait till it's winter. That's been my philosophy like my whole life. I'll just wait till mid-December hits and then I don't need it anymore. Yeah, it's like my heater doesn't work in my truck either. That's not my problem. Yeah, you just like your level of comfort is strictly contingent upon what season it is. My AC went out at last winter. And I was like, what do I need the AC for? It's 40 degrees outside. And then like now it's like 105 plus every day for like two months. And I'm like, "Ah, I'll just wait till the winter. It's already August. It doesn't fucking matter. Who gives a shit? And that is called being a handyman. That is called knowing, knowing when to hold them, knowing when to fold them. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's I not. I hadn't said anything in a while. I needed to say I know something. that there are people who are, like, really handy, like, just per the Discord that are probably like, God damn, man. Like, how did this, like, <laughs> how did you hold down a job for longer than, like, but, like, I would just fall into these, like, you know, like, homemaking things or whatever. They're like, not homemaking, but, like, remodeling things or, like plant work or whatever yeah if you're in in where i'm from in in outside of houston and pasadena texas if you stand outside of a oil and gas plant and you have a high-vis shirt on and you're fat they'll just let you in the (laughs) just go like just go in there and hit something with a hammer we'll pay you like 15 bucks an hour it's not like you don't really need to have like a lot of you know precursors or anything it's not like working in west texas on an oil rig or whatever yeah that's how it is in pasadena (laughs) <laughs> a town I am yeah, a town very I familiar know with. Pretty well. Pasadena, to me, it's like, 
It's like the Pasadena of Texas. You know? It is. Um, there have been so many times. This happens in Austin, which I guess makes sense because there are a lot of California transplants. I'll be describing Pasadena, Texas. And I'm like, yeah, it's like a big meth town. There's smokestacks everywhere. You know, a lot of people get cancer. Crime rate's pretty high. Uh, it's, you know, it's like a, right outside a major city. And they're like, are you talking about? Like, well, there's no smokestacks in Pasadena. And L.A.'s, you know, not that bad. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget that Texas does that. No, Pasadena, Texas is in South Houston. You know, people just get cancer all the time because it's downwind from, like, 500 plastic processing plants or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, I spent the weekend in Paris. My dog got eaten by another dog, you know. <laughs> I have bat cancer now. Yeah. People are like, Paris is beautiful. Did you Did you see the Eiffel Tower? I saw two homeless guys, Eiffel Fuck. Tower and orangutan yeah, yeah. in Paris, Texas. <laughs> did you make it to the Louvre? I was like, no. Um, Jiffy Louvre, yes. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, I put in an application at the, at the Jiffy Louvre. Yeah, I did. Was like, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, I, I, I just, I love that they do that. That's so awesome. Just, like, Paris, Texas is a, this is a shithole, dude. Like, I don't know if you've ever driven through it. Yeah, it's not it, the best. It is. What was, uh, where did where did your car break down? Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo Texas. <laughs> I remember one time driving to Rome, Texas. Rome with yeah, H. Yeah, there's Carthage, too. They, they, yeah. Yeah. In, in Palestine. Yeah. They call yep. it Palestine. Palestine, <laughs> yes, Texas. Yes, Palestine, Texas. I remember yeah. driving to Rome with my dad to look at a used truck when I was a kid. And then my dad didn't buy the truck. It was like a long ass drive. It's like it's more like Central Texas, I think. Yeah. I feel like they just ran out of places place names. Yeah, the guy was like, Yeah, it's never uh never hauled anything, only highway miles, and there was like clearly hay in the back of the truck. <laughs> it bales it was it like an old F one fifty and he's like, Yeah, it's like ne- it's never really been used for anything. He like clearly lived on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> it was a farm so it probably had like half a million miles yeah. on it or so yeah. Just, like, 10 years worth of, like, 10-mile trips every day for, like, 50 years. I love when people fucking, especially now with the car market being the way it is. Dude, I, it's so funny to go on, like, Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist and it's like, uh, you know. Yeah, I got a really nice Tacoma. It barely used 627,000 miles on it. You know, never hauled anything with it. I know uh, what I got. I know what I no got. No low ballers. No low ballers and no scammers. $26,000 cash and I will not be barked with. Dude, I saw a fucking like, 2003 Ford Ranger up for sale for eighteen grand, and it had yep. 200,000 miles on it. Yep, that is basic. Like, so I, was, I told you I was looking at old Stingrays. These are like six or $7,000 cars. They're not like the, 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 they're the fleet model Corvette from like the late 70s. So it's not like the fucking big block or whatever, because those do go for quite a bit. And uh, it's like a, at most $8,000 car. They're on Craigslist and like Marketplace for like twenty two grand right now, which is fucking retarded. Like there's no fucking reason. But when you like, uh, like I was haggling with one guy when I had the money um, for one that was like seven grand. And I was like, would you come down to five? He was like, no, nah, man, I can't. I'm actually taking a loss on this. And I was like, it's got 110,000 miles on it. And you're saying, like, the leather was fucked up and, like, it had rust on the bumper or whatever. He's like, nah, man, actually, I'm thinking about bumping her up to nine. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, get fucked ten ways to Sunday. Like, I'm like, I, I have, I'm waiting for it to pop, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, because, you know, 
economy's booming. People are doing great. Yeah, people are doing wonderful right now. Yeah, everybody I talk to is like, God, I have so much money. And they need to start great. making more used cars. <laughs> yeah, that would just be, put like, like a hundred thousand miles on it in the factory. Just have it put on it a on a dyno and just run it for yeah. like six weeks. <laughs> Just use the schematics for, like, an old Cummins and just rebuild it and then put it on a dyno, yeah, for, like, two months. And then just be like, yeah, we got we got you. I mean, you know, twelve grand, you know, not bad, $13,000. That's a great idea, Thomas. So dealerships can outcompete with second market sellers uh-huh. by just, you know, yep. make, making low Lowball like, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how you're going to make 80 grand off this truck? How does 8 grand sound? Yeah, I know you're a bit pitching this to Ford like C-level executives. It's like, listen, I know that y'all are like huge pieces of shit and scam artists, but how would you like to make 0.2% more profit every year guaranteed? We can get you that money ASAP. No Rocky. What are you looking at on your phone, man? I'm not looking at my phone. I'm looking at a coupon I got in the mail. What kind of coupon, dude? So it's a coupon it penis to the, the Old Club? South Pancake House for their 60th anniversary. But it's the Burleson location. It's not even the one that's like a minute from my house. But here's the deal, okay? You get a free entree with purchase of an entree and drink, but only with this coupon, and it doesn't expire till the end of the year. <laughs> and there's a $9 Texas cheesesteak sandwich for their lunch special, and you get two sides with it. That's nice. That's a pretty. Sick I don't have deal. a whole lot going on in my brain or life right now. <laughs> I uh, I've been keeping coupons and then looking at them for an hour or so and then throwing them away. Um, I got another one here for Kyoto Hibachi Sushi and Bar. Uh, and if I go, fuck me. I set this aside because they had a birthday special, but it expires at the end of September. Fuck. So we can throw this one away as well. Just get a fake ID off the deep web for a free cheeseburger. Everybody is mad at me. I wanted to go for my actual birthday, even though that place isn't very good. Um, it's all right. Sometimes I it haven't actually been there. I don't fucking go to Hibachi. I'm not two chains or whatever. It's not impressive to me. It kind of pisses oh, yeah, me oh, off. Oh, you they... have a big, you have a big griddle. Why don't you make something cool like scrambled eggs instead of a big stupid shrimp you're gonna throw up my face yeah it like pisses a me off the kind of games they'd be playing what are you places. a circus seal <laughs> <laughs> what are you a fucking clown what are you a conniving trickster because that's what you <laughs> seem to be <laughs> you know what hibachi should make is a big a normal burger <laughs> and then they should give it to me on a plate <laughs> And you know how many burgers they can Preached. make there? And they choose not to. They choose to cook, like, bok choy and stupid bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, sushi and fucking... Oh, great. You made a little tiny strip of steak for a baby. Awesome. Good I'm a job. big you man. Want, you want a fucking pat on the back? You got yeah. 7,500 square feet of skillet right there. <laughs> That's what you can come up with. That reminds me of the Strawberry Festival in Pasadena that uh, the city is like, uh, you know, it's our grand attraction, people from all over the world come they don't they come from like at most Kima, which is like 30 minutes you know towards the towards galveston bay and the reason they come there is uh for three things um a barbecue cookout where basically a bunch of 500 pound oil rig guys get blackout drunk and fist fight each other two mud volleyball um if you're a guy you can play it but it's like when a guy gets on a mechanical bull at a bar or a regular volleyball team yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's very much like that. 
Like it's it's um, they they dig out these massive trenches with these bulldozers and they fill them with like waist deep water and then they put some of the the dirt back in and it makes mud. And it is very much like the type of girl that like would would be like head chef at a Waffle House. Like we're not talking A team here per se. Um, you know, sort of, you know, kind of busted up to hell is, is like a, like a can of biscuits. But if you are a man and you get on one of the teams is straight ridicule ringside or like it, it field side. It's like, what's that boy doing in there playing mud volleyball, you know? And then the third thing, they make a fucking strawberry shortcake brother that I'm not kidding. I think it's like they make it in, in the back end of the, of the Pasadena fairgrounds. It's like 10,000 square feet of cake. It is impossibly big. Like, you see it in the horizon, and it keeps going, kind of like the ocean. Like, you catch the edge of it. It is uh, the world's biggest strawberry shortcake, and uh, you can, like, pay a dollar, and you go to get a slice or whatever. I don't know how they do it, because I can't imagine where you'd find an an oven that big. But um, I imagine they bake it and then just put it together. I would like you're probably right, but in my it's much funnier to me if like they have to <laughs> there's an oven somewhere like in South Houston that's just the size of like a football stadium. Yeah, I think they probably just put icing on top of it. Right, and just make yeah. But it is it's it is the crown jewel of Pasadena. Other than the Pasadena Rodeo, which I've seen some good some good country shows at the Pasadena Rodeo. It's funny, Weatherford has a peach festival. Really? That's it. Yeah, it's pretty big. But the thing is peaches are way cheaper everywhere else but the Peach Festival. And they always host it the first week of July, so it's always 105 degrees. Yeah, the same thing with And somebody always, like, almost dies from being yep. out there. No yeah, yeah. shade or anything for the most part, but, you know, that's how we live. The Strawberry Festival is, like, mid-May or early June, so it's really fucking hot. Also, like, you can just catch a stray bullet there sometimes. Like, um, I remember I would go there as a teenager, and we would, like, you know, hang out and smoke weed and just fucking be shitheads or whatever. And uh, you would see a big crowd and like, oh, oh, oh. And then you would just hear, ah, and then people running to you. And you're like, the fight, that is the, the, the global sign of like fight has ended, gun been drawn. Like, like get his ass, world star, world star. And then like a blood curdling scream. And you're like, this is not fun anymore. I think I got to go. Like, we, you know, we got to bail out of here. Oh, there's also a really drunk fat guy that gives helicopter rides. Um I never personally took him up on it, but um, he, like, has his helicopter out there in the field, like, in the, the adjacent park. I don't actually know if he's drunk or fat. I just assume that any guy over, like, 450 is just drunk constantly. I think that's, like, a safe assumption. He's 450 and he gets in a helicopter? He's pretty fucking fat. I would put Let's him at see. 400 plus. Seeing what strawberry shortcake looks like. Kind of looks like Tres Leches. Uh, a little bit pinker. I might have had this before. It's pretty good, man. It's not bad. Yeah, that's that looks good. That looks really good. I was hoping the icing on top would be pink. Sometimes it is. I mean, you tip. I like that. I'd like that. A light pink. It's just straight like white, but sometimes people will go pink with it. Like a yeah, yeah a like white a, or pink would be good. I'd like that. Yeah, I love when things. are Do white. you think you could bring me a slice? Yeah, man. I think I could do that for you. I don't think that would be too difficult. Do you have any leftover from earlier this year? <laughs> well, yeah, you know. No, I want I want the big cake. I want a last, slice of the big cake. Last time I went, you know what? About 16 years ago, when I went to 
the Strawberry Festival in Pasadena, Texas, I said, you know what? I have this inkling feeling that I'm going to befriend a guy on the internet. And we're going to have a podcast. And we're going to have to like do stuff that's funny sometimes or try our best. So I'm going to save him a piece of 11-year-old cake. And I'm going to take it with me everywhere I go. College, San Marcos, you know, every place I move, I'm going to keep it just in a little backpack for you. So I, I bet it's still really nice and fresh. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to hear. I've been waiting a long time to hear that. Because um, <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've had it. It's like kind of a mix of like strawberry and like cake, right? Yeah, it's a mix of short um, and cake and, and mm. strawberry, yeah. Mmm, that sounds so good. Love, oh, yeah. I'm drooling right now. I that sounds short. so good. Strawberry shortcake. Mmm, mm. yummy, yes. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. I, I can't wait go. to have a bite. Mmm. I want to go next year and just stand next to it, the big, the biggest cake on fucking planet Earth, and just like loudly be like, mmm, I waited all year for mmm from my yummy, yummy, sweet cake treat. Aren't you just turned to like fucking ex-Marine next to me, just a big fat beer belly. Aren't you so excited to have a little sweet yum-yum go down your gullet? Uh, I hope you guys made another one. I'm going to eat this whole thing. Mmm. <laughs> Mm, I just love a nice, creamy, soft cake treat. What about oh, you? I bet this is going to taste so good to eat in my mouth. <laughs> Somebody's just like, they're like open carrying. They're just reaching for the <laughs> fucking holster. Like, easy there, son. That's, that's about enough of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on with you. And, you know, I mean, my, my, my nephew, he's... Um, you know he he's got he's a little touched by the Lord himself. But uh, if you keep trying to force feed me <laughs> strawberry shortcake, uh, I will have to compromise you uh, to an end. I will have to ventilate you. Um, I don't mean to be rude, son. I know that you that your people have your problems, and you wear your big foamy shoes, and you know your big soft t-shirts, and you have to have a certain type of bed sheet, but. Imagine the Three Stooges seeing that strawberry shortcake. Oh, man, the little gags and The bits. antics they'd get up to. Oh, they would probably eat. Imagine if Scooby-Doo saw that cake and he ate it all in his mouth at one time. I bet the whole town would be so ferociously mad at him. Yeah, he would never be allowed in that town again. They'd Pasadena chase, would kill Scooby. They, they would, would chase him out and they'd, with brooms and they'd say, You ghoul. You stinky you bug. Goon, get out of here. And Shaggy, want... don't let us see you here again. You and the whole Scooby-Doo gang, get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> stupid fucking hippie bitches. We're going to fucking kill you. We're going to fucking hurt you really bad, Scooby-Doo, you bitch. They'd say that. Yeah, they would say stuff like that. I wonder if you would get shot if you, like, jumped into it. There's no way. It's a very, it's a gun-friendly town in a gun-friendly state. I think if you were to fuck, because nothing happens in Pasadena except, like, domestic violence and, like, shootings. So I feel like if you fucked up the one time a year that everyone in that town, like, you know, their cancer goes into remission and, like, they put aside their differences to just look at a big fucking piece of cake. (laughs) Like, an impossibly, a mind-boggling, like, perception-warping piece of cake. If you were to, like... As I was a kid, I have intrusive thoughts of like sprinting at before anyone before anyone could tackle me, just dead sprint and just see if I could like slip and slide across the, the icing on top. 
but I know that that would end violently. You'd get beaten to death. It's the only thing the city has to look forward to. It's a fucking piece of shit place to live. It's gray, it's dull, it's flat, there's smokestacks, it always stinks like shit. Uh, I feel like if you fucked a cake up, it would be curtains for your ass. Do they you eat know? the whole thing every year? Every year, there's none left. None. There ain't a fucking corner. I think, no, that's not true. They save, like, a, a pretty big fucking hunk of it, and I think they donate it to, like... That's which so is very stupid. It's so funny to me to, like, to get a flatbed truck and put, like, a 10-foot like by 10-foot cake and take it to a homeless shelter where people need, like, socks <laughs> and, like... You know, water and like vegetables and medicine, and be like, I don't got nothing really that would nourish your body, but I do have about two million calories worth of sugary bread and icing. Like, yeah, that's like I, I gave uh, I gave a homeless guy three donuts one time, and then immediately was like, that was dude, that was like a dick move. I disrespectful. Half yeah. a dozen donuts at the Krispy Kreme in, in Times Square. And I was by myself, and I ate three of them and then started having a sugar crash and realized I needed to walk like half a mile to get to the barcade I wanted to go to in Times Square. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I can't walk for 30 minutes through this crowd, through this throng <laughs> with a sugar crash. I love when fucking, like, right-wingers are just like, I don't know, man. Like, any, just pieces of shit are like, did you know that, uh, you know, peddlers and panhandlers in Times Square can make up to a hundred dollars a day. Isn't that crazy? And I'm like, um, you yeah, mean a tr- you mean a drug addicted transient, like one of the like a neglected member of society, who is living on the street in the most expensive area to live in the country, is making one hundred dollars a day. Yeah, after they <laughs> they go back to their high rise in Times Square yeah. and just count all the money and laugh. They're brownstone in fucking Manhattan. Yeah, you know, they're 200-year-old, beautiful, 3,000-square-foot brownstone with the $80 a day that they've begged for from fucking mean tourists and fucking angry Italian men. Man, they got it so good. You know, all they think about all day is, I'm getting this money. Not like, I wish I could drink rubbing alcohol. Or I wish I had a box cutter to fucking cut my leg off with. No. They're after that paper, buddy. So, you know, the best case scenario, the solution I come up with is we just kill them. You know, we just yeah. start getting fucking no Well, what if we let them all work at the M&M store? That seems like a fair trade-off. I feel like that's the same amount of money. <laughs> like, like, that's probably, I mean, if you're working retail, you can make, you know, 10, 11 bucks an hour. So, yeah, after taxes, maybe I like I assume that the minimum wage there was higher. You're probably right, but I mean the buying power of it in New York. I mean I don't know what that would be, but Look, I would like to. If we th- want to move there and make our dreams come true here in about two months, I know you just you know you're signing your lease and stuff, but you're going to need to get rid of that because you're going to lose <laughs> a lot of money on that. You're. Um, <laughs> I love the idea of me and you moving to New York to like you know do the podcast millionaire thing. But yeah, we start working at like KB Toys or the M and M store. We're making like nine an hour, <laughs> like like. You know, what's the fucking Build-A-Bear thing? I would eat so much M&M's, bro. I'd want, would, I'd want to be one of the subway drivers. The, like the train captain or whatever? Mm-hmm. All aboard. Headed to New York City. <laughs> you don't know the boroughs. And <laughs> you're like, welcome to New York. All aboard. Heading to New York City. New York. We will be heading to Apple. Brooklyn. New York City. And they're like, which stop is this? <laughs> 
Brooklyn, New York City. Brooklyn, New York, Big they're Apple like, City. They're like, we're in Queens right now. Headed to New York's fucking city. <laughs> and we're all here on the train. Welcome Doors to tra- will not be opening for the next 26 hours. <laughs> I don't know where the button is. I actually just kind of got in here and I killed the the, the conductor guy. I just kind of hanging out. you guys have any here. loved ones, have them stop and hang out at one of the stations, and you can wave goodbye to them. Because we are not. Nobody's making it out of here alive. I We're going to see how fast this puppy can go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Driving a train. Awesome. Driving. I'm driving that train. Going to work and I'm driving a train all over New York City. What do you think of my new song? You like that? No, I think it's dog shit. I think you need I'm to get back in the studio. It. I'm going to kill you. I'm going <laughs> to kill you and everybody you know. I'm going to kill you so bad it's going to make it's going to make Jack the the Ripper look like the at uh, a less Murderous guy. I'm gonna hey, we're gonna level slow of murder. Cook you, we're gonna slow cook you like a pig. <clears throat> I'm gonna put you in the ground. I'm gonna cover you in tinfoil and spices. I'm gonna feed you through a pencil sharpener, dog. <laughs> slow. Well, yeah, I was just gonna start pinky first, and then we're gonna put your old body. We'll figure it out. You ever been? You ever seen a man cut up with a chainsaw, Holmes? Well, I got a head streamer. <laughs> I don't get a chainsaw. I feel like that would suck. I mean, I feel like you could torture a guy for sure with a hedge trimmer. No yeah, doubt. but it's slower. Yeah. It mostly gets skin. Yeah, it can't go through bone, really, I don't think. Could hit an artery, maybe. <laughs> it would suck. It, yeah, but also, it those get bound up easy, so I'd have to turn it off. Because otherwise, if it gets stuck and it's not vibrating or whatever, you could burn the motor up quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go at you. Shit with a, I feel like a weed whacker could fuck you up because I've been hit by one. It fucking sucks, dude. If you get one of the like the metal attachments, yeah. you could like really mess up somebody's life. <laughs> I'm gonna circumcise that. your son with a weed whacker on. <laughs> your son need his weed whacked? Like, nah, we've got a uh, we got a long guy, man. I appreciate it. No, I don't think you're listening. I'm trying to whack your son's weed. <laughs> I heard you had some Jewish people moving, some uh, Jewish family move next door. So. You need, you need to honest. I don't know why you're weak. <laughs> Mexican, what? Mexican Chinese, uh, yeah, circumcision. That's great. I feel like we're just deteriorating mentally the longer we do this show. Really? So you think I'm deteriorating? <laughs> I'm in my mental as well as sexual prime. Right I'm in now. my mental, physical, spiritual, and sexual prime. I mean, everything's working top notch like a well-oiled yeah. machine. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I found out I'm double-shouldered the other day. Double shouldered? Yeah. I'm double boned. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. That's good though. That means you're athletic. Yeah. You have twice as many bones as you Yeah, know, I got two bones. Yeah, I've got two, you know. <laughs> I'm double boned. It's making me basically I'm going to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I pretty much get boned like when it twice. <laughs> I basically got boned twice whenever I was getting made. Yeah, God made me with just, with just like... Just yeah, God, be- God double-boned me. Mm-hmm, yeah, double-boned by the Lord. Yeah, I'm double-jointed. I'll have one in each hand, I'm smoking both of them. Oh, yeah, I'm getting... <laughs> yeah. When you I catch my the- drift? Catch... 
Yeah. So I'm talking about smoking weed. I'm talking about partaking in marijuana right now. Yeah, I'm talking about enjoying a little bit of the jazz toker. When I found out walruses had a bone in their dick, I feel like we got fucked over as a species. Yeah. You didn't like, notice? No, no. I, well, you didn't you notice know. before? Walruses? No, I, yeah, I you never. Did, you didn't notice they had one? Mm-mm. No, I don't. Well, I mean, I've only seen one at the zoo, but I wasn't taking a good gander at his fucking right, toolie. But you didn't notice? No, I didn't. You like, never noticed no, that a never. walrus had a bone in its penis. No, you couldn't feel it or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, now that I think about it, yeah, it was pretty. You know, there wasn't a lot of like flex to it. Like, yeah, you know, just uh, does it slide out like like a sheath, like a sword or something? The bone, is it like an elevator shaft, when it gets hard. I think he's. I think a walrus is it always is a, hard. It would yeah, be a dynamic. Yeah, I, I think swimming. they're just always ready to rock, kind of like a that doesn't like a seem right. Like the tail fin, like a boat, like a canoe. You know, it just kind of guides them to the water. That'd be sick. Yeah, it's always hard, just walking around. You don't, yeah, you, you don't have big to old like, boner. Yeah, hard and slapping against my leg, <laughs> and I'm hard. I'm rubbing it all the time. I'm always ejaculating, and I'm always getting hard. I'm always hard. I'm always coming. I'd like that. I'm dude, dude, hard. dude, coming feels so good. <laughs> mm, it's like one of the best feelings ever. Have you ever cummed, bro? Uh, yeah, man, once or twice. Dude, yeah, yeah, it's not dude, bad. Dude, coming rocks. <laughs> I love it. I can't I love, get. I can't I get enough. Love to it. shoot big ropes. Yeah, I can come like probably a million times in a day. <laughs> You want to do it's like a gallon each time. I, le- I I keep we keep every few episodes we revisit the like eighth grader who's bragging about having had sex but clearly has never like you're on the back of the bus and the kid's like yeah dude like I was fucking my girlfriend for like ten hours dude and when I busted it was like you know sixteen seventeen gallons. Yeah, um, I I used to have a coworker who was falsely fired for sexual harassment at a okay. restaurant. Respect. <laughs> I, I like where this is going. <laughs> um, who? Well, according to him, yeah, it was all made up. Which you know, you got to believe. Typical him. for those guys, right? Yeah, no, you know, I, you have to believe him. Sometimes yeah, you, you just fall in love with a sixteen-year-old. Well, that's not your fault when you're thirty-four. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't, con- I don't condone right. endorse that. But all right, he would do. He would take one hit off like a one-hitter and start talking about how hot eighteen-year-old girls are. It was funny, but um. Yeah, one time randomly, I forget what the subject was, but he was like, yeah. Like, they say, like, the average man only makes, like, five gallons of, like, cum in his lifetime. But, like, I think I've already made, like, a way more than that. <laughs> I was like, cool. I've probably made, like, a lot less than that, because that sounds like a lot. I don't think yeah. I've made no, even, no a, even a gallon yet. I've only I don't been... even think I've put a dent in that. Yeah. I. Here's the thing. No, I. Th- I th- no, no, when I was sixteen, absolutely not. I was a rookie. No, yeah, I wasn't. We're sure. talking like a cup. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I a remember pint. We had a. There was a manager. He got fired for trying to finger fuck up a hostess at a party who was like sixteen. But uh, so this motherfucker, I was I was rolling silverware at the host stand and uh, like just rolling silverware with the hostess and um, you know. Just, like, make it small talk, like, do you like working here or whatever? And uh, 
She was like, oh, I mean, it's okay or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I think she was, yeah, she was like 16 or 17. I was like, yeah, it kind of fucking sucks, but, you know, some of the managers are weird, but the money's good. She's like, yeah, I'm hoping I can start serving. Whatever. Just make a small talk. And um, this guy that, our, one of our, on, like, our on-site managers who was a creep, like, I had heard, but I had never personally experienced it, A, because I'm a fucking grown man. So, like, I don't think I was his key demographic, but just B, I had never really been around it. This guy, like, <clears throat> he was one of those dudes that, like, in his like his whole life had been, like, arrested development. So, like, he would brag to guys about certain things. He's like, man, you know, I just, uh, you know, got my first car, you know. And you're like, cool, like a Corvette? Like, did you get, like, a like a Grand National? Nah, Camry, 03. Runs like a top. And I'm like, oh, you're not bragging about the type of car. You just never... And I understand some people don't get cars, but like the way he was like, yeah, dude, I don't know if you know this, but I'm pretty balling right now. I got my I got my driver's license. <laughs> He's the guy. It's like early 30s. Anyway, we're like rolling silverware and I go to like start putting it up in these shelves behind the hostess stand. And he comes over and he's talking to this girl. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, like, oh, I haven't seen you around here. He had he had for sure. He's like, how long have you been working here? And she's like, um, like two, three months. He's like, oh, OK. Yeah, how are you liking it? She's like, you know, whatever. And uh, he was like, you know, I throw the best parties. And at that point, I was like, I'm walking closer. A, because I just, I don't know. You know, I heard, again, I've heard stories. But, like, B, I have to listen to how he's about to spit game. Like, Riz. Like, I got to hear the fucking, I got to hear this. He's like, I throw the, like, like, you know, like, we all, like, everybody shows up. Like, you know, like, we get the kegs. You know, we get the weed. Like, we get the Pills. Like this is like a, again like a junior in high school. Maybe she gets down like that, but like you're 33, whatever. And she's like, um, I mean, uh, maybe you know, like she's trying to be nice or whatever. Yeah. This is a grown man. He's like, yeah, like you know, like I just got my first apartment, dude. And we're like, we're, we're like, we throw down in it, bro. Like it gets so crazy. And like, like Mike's there. Like you know, Mike and like you know, uh, Jake's never come, but like maybe you'll come, right? And I was like, 100, percent bro. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, I was like, yeah, hey, you know, whatever. But, like, the she, like, I noticed that she noticed that he was like, yeah, I got my first apartment. Man, I party, dude. Like, at 33, like, a guy yeah. who, who probably, like, lived at home, which, again, nothing against it, but, like, lived at home, never really worked, and then, like, he's having his, like, 19-year-old moment, but he's, like, well into his 30s. So he's like, yeah, dude, I've got, like, N64. I've got, like, all the consoles. Like, I'm kind of like a gamer. And, like, my mom doesn't even come over really a lot. And, like, so I can just have beer, like, whenever I want. Like, and she's sitting there and she's like, you know, maybe whatever. He's like, yeah, so it's over off Riverside. Like, here's the apartment number. Like, it's going to start, like, after we're done closing. So, like, you know, I plan to see you there, right? She's like, whatever. He, like, walks off and she was like, I'm not not going to get in trouble if I don't go, right? And I was like, do not go to that. (laughs) <laughs> like, like I was like I'm like I don't really want to care on this conversation anymore because that was very weird but I was like please do not go to that party like I don't know you know I was just but like yeah like that's just she was like I wasn't and I was like okay just you know you meet some friends whatever but like and then surely enough like three months later I stopped seeing him at work and I asked you know one of the other kitchen managers this Hispanic dude and he was like oh that guy and I was like yeah and he was like oh well one of those parties he threw went sideways real fast. And I was like, and he's like, apparently one of the hostesses did go. And he was like, hmm, like, I, hey, have you ever seen, he's got like a 20-pound dumbbell. He's like, you ever seen somebody lift 20 20- <laughs> I don't know if that <laughs> actually happened, but like, in my mind, he's like curling. 
And he's like, yeah, you know, like. I got oh, damn. <laughs> I just got so much stronger just from looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I've never had anybody make my my adrenaline kick in like this. Yes. <laughs> he was one of those dudes. Like, Also one of those guys that's like, like is 105 and 0 in street fights. But like, there's no way he had ever even thrown a punch or had one thrown at him like in his whole life. Just like, yeah, you know, like, anybody steps to me, dude, like, I just see fucking red and it's over. Like, I don't know. I don't care, like. Yeah, like, I got anger issues, but, like, I keep it under control most yeah, of the yeah. time. <laughs> yes, dude. Like, I just, like, you meet those guys from time to time, but when you work under one, it was like, I'd be in the manager's office and he's like, you know, man, you know, like, every day I just feel like, like, you know, when you're grinding and you're hustling. Like, you know, you just, you see your dreams, man. And like, and at the time I remember I was doing more stand up. I was probably like 19 or 20. I worked there. I was doing stand up like a few times a week and I just like brought it up, you know, whatever. Like, again, he was like doing my, running my checkout. And I was getting my money for the night and he's like, yeah, man, you know, like I just, I've been, I got Ableton and I'm like, I see, like, I see the finish line. And I was like, oh, cool. You've been doing like DJ sets and stuff. And he's like, no, none yet. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> like, this is one of those guys that's like, you know, nothing's happening. Like, there's just nothing. Nothing's happening. All you're going to do is go to jail for, like, assault or, like, DUI. Like, plenty of those people you meet in restaurant industries. And I guess labor, too. But that was a particularly special individual insofar as he should be murdered by the state. Um, well, I hope he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a good guy. He seems like a real stand-up individual, you know. Like just yeah, so I hope he got it all worked out. Don't be settled down with a nice high schooler and maybe they'll have a cute life together. It's so cool to me to like, I wouldn't even, I didn't even think to flex that I had an apartment when I was like 18. I don't understand how that's like a, I don't. To be fair, I still haven't gotten my own apartment, but I just haven't had to. Right, but when you do, you would never, even like, you would never be like talking (laughs) Like well, no, because I've lived in a house before, and it's way better. Right, right. But I'm saying, like... If I buy my first house before, you know, that'll be cool. But even then, if it happens, it's going to be, like, in my 30s. Right, same. But and it's, and like... And just when... But let's assume, assume for the sake of argument that you're single in your 30s. You're not going to be at a bar, and you're like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, if you if you talk about getting a house, you're like, oh, I bought my first house. You're not like, yeah. I don't know if you know, but, like... I got a house. Like, I got a loan. <laughs> like, I got an FHA loan at about I, uh, Yeah, not a big deal. I have a studio apartment. Yeah. Up, about <laughs> yeah, yeah, about yeah. 45 minutes outside of town. Yeah, and, 238 uh, square feet. No yeah. in-unit washer dryer. So Yeah, a lot I had of to cut my, cut my couch in half to fit it in there. But, yeah, it's <laughs> pretty sick. I guess I'm just thinking, like, there are things that, like, I consider myself, like, rational and adult enough to, like, there are things that you don't, like, like, yeah, man, I just, uh, I got a lawnmower, so, like, I think I'm going to start getting more pussy. Like, you know, I just started. I started. Dude, I just bought a new rake today, and, like, <laughs> I think things are going to start coming around for me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, $25. Dude, I went, I, I, dude, my grandma got me a Lowe's gift card. I went and got a leaf blower, so I really, really think she's going to start calling again. Yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't mean to bag, brag or anything, but I bought, you know, I bought some pea gravel the other day. I think you know this. Could you know what's be funny is I can I can see you bragging, but just to me, 
that you're like, dude, I got some really nice cobblestone. <laughs> but it like, yeah, I almost, <laughs> I almost bought, dude. I'm getting so fucking like. At this point, I'm just I'm becoming like a 60 year old woman. Yeah, <laughs> I could see it. I yeah, almost sure. spent like two hundred dollars on like this like bamboo stuff to go over your fence. Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> "Dude, you like don't have a job. You have to like <laughs> you haven't even paid like your electricity bill." And I was like, "All right, well that's fair. That's fair." I'm like, "I could do this." Start digging the koi pond just like one day at a time. <laughs> Hitting and gas lines. Like, yeah. And then like maybe yeah. I'll have grass at some point, but like let's not worry about that yet. That doesn't yeah. really add to the value of a house. <laughs> what adds to the value of a house is digging a giant fucking hole full of fish that costs $3,000. <laughs> you have like so many pressing things you told me that you really, really want to work on like the truck. And like building out like you know a garden or whatever, but you're like I go over and you're like waist deep in a mud pit, and you're like koi koi fish are coming next week. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta you're like one. you got a filter for them. Well, you know the koi fish thing is they need a filter. You know what doesn't is like these Amazonian mud fish that can just sort of live in anything. Um, they are poisonous, very very predatory. They can walk on land. <laughs> But I think I think it's gonna be good for me, man. I think this is I'm this just, is what's gonna make me not need drugs. You know, I'm imagining go. You're like, hey, man, you gotta check out the pond, and I'm like, oh, you got the koi's, and you're like, no, I got something better, and it's just a thirty foot by thirty foot mud pit, and you have alligator gar in there. <laughs> it's like fucking like ten foot long gar. I have little waterproof flashlights that I've just dropped in there, so you can see a little bit. It's just black mud and just the top of a guard's nose. You're like, I wouldn't get too close, man. They're super aggressive. I got to throw a ribeye in here every 20 minutes. <laughs> they start climbing out. Every time Lily gets outside, I have a panic attack, man, because they, they keep coming out of the water trying to get at the cats. Dude, I know that we're just joking, but I think a, an alligator gar pit would be very, like, very on brand to, like, yeah, you know, the koi's I found out for a really nice size koi, that's about five hundred a piece you gotta get. First you gotta dig the hole, that's about two grand, and then you gotta get the filtering system, and then you gotta tarp it out and you gotta do a rock path along and it's just man, it's tough. So I kinda just went over to uh, uh you know the lake over here in Fort Worth and just caught me about twenty five gar. <laughs> I'm just gonna made them. I'm gonna fill up a big pit back there, just have an alligator gar hole. Maybe put some bass in there for them to eat, throw in a ribeye or two every couple days. All yeah, of my I, think, sweet... I think guard could be doable. <laughs> it's just the stupidest thing to keep as a No, pet. dude, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it, it. Gars are so fucking stupid, and they serve no purpose. I mean, I know some people they're, in Louisiana... They're Louis- not even that mean. I, are they, They're pretty aggressive, aren't they, I thought? Not really. Really? I thought they were like aggressive animals. Well, they, shows I mean, I they, they, they will... They have attacked people, but they're kind of just... Like... They just kind of mind their business. For They're the dinosaurs. They're I used brain. to be. T- I used to be terrified of them. As a I don't kid. like the way they look. I can't. No, I can't be doing. I haven't that seen too. one in a long time. Uh, yeah, that's true. I gotta I, go fishing on the Trinity one of these days. I live like a few minutes from it. I dude, I've been wanting to go. We, I've been telling you, man, we gotta go fishing at some point because I haven't been in years. It's been not since I was a teenager. Dude, uh, the river near my house, fucking was on river monsters. For, for real? Gar, for gars. That's crazy. But the thing is, he has, like, this suspenseful music for it and everything, and it's clear that he, like, probably had to edit out, like, people tubing on it. Yeah. Because nobody's fucking scared of the Trinity River, dude. It's, like, 
Yeah. It's just a, it's just a regular river. Now, it's like people the Guadalupe do, here. People do die here a lot. People In the love, Trinity? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Like every year. Somebody died in quicksand here a few years <laughs> Dude, I, I was would like, be how the s- fuck do you get caught in quicksand <laughs> Indiana in Fort Jones Worth, Texas, death. dude? Where dude, do we I- have quicksand? <laughs> dude, if I was going under in quicksand in Fort... Like, okay, if I was going in quicksand in, like, you know, Madagascar, I'd be like, all right, well, you know, I'm on the other side of the world, but if me and you were doing a video episode near Trinity, like, near, like, a, a mangrove or, like, a swamp area, and I just got got by quicksand, I would be so mad. I would be. You'd have to publish it as a video episode. Like I'm me just dying. like just filming it, and you're like, <laughs> you're help, not helping me. Help! I'm like, don't worry, Jake. I'm gonna get help, but this battery's is kind of overheating. I don't know if you can help me with it. <laughs> just, just, just dip it in the mud. Fuck, man. I'm yeah, like we making do- a chain out of peach rings and like trying to pull you up. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. Well, hey, you know, sometimes just two boys get on a mic and they just spit their truth. They and just spit that shit. Sometimes the shit is so true and so cold and so hard that two young men get together and they start a show. And that show is called um, what, The Bad Faith Podcast. Just kidding. That's um, right. Yeah. Um, and uh, just kidding. It's called Pendejo Time. Yeah, that's what it's called. If you're fans of the free episodes, I can't stress this enough because if all of the listeners are the free, you know, somewhere around the 4,000 of you, Killed yourselves. No, that, think don't of how, do that. how big of a story that would be. <laughs> we would be on. We'd we would on be Jacobin. in big trouble for. We get articles. Like, yeah, um, if y'all all subscribe, me and Thomas could have really sick lives. I don't know. It would help. It wouldn't help you that much. Um, it, would but it, would, it would help us though. It help us come see you. Yeah, it, yeah. If you want us to come to your town and you get great bits like Arthur Bleefold and what if a guy circumcised his son with a weed whacker. Um, Go ahead and toss us $5 a month at patreon.com slash pendejo time. Um, we, we, we have something in the works. I don't want to talk about it yet. Uh, because it it's might, not even really confirmed at all. Not even confirmed. And I got one even email said. about something, and we shouldn't talk about it on the show. <laughs> anyway, anyway, thank you for joining in. Good night, y'all. We are your hosts, Jake and Thomas. Be safe and be Jake. Bye-bye. Bye.